Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I, we went to see Haircut 100 and I wore a grey Rara skirt with turquoise blue polka dots and a turquoise blue t-shirt shirt thing with the ruffles to match the rara skirt. So slightly flamenco-esque? Oh goodness me, it was a shocker. But also I got to dress people for the Oscars. Melanie <gasps> Griffiths, I chose Melanie Griffiths outfit for the Oscars. And I, this is, oh my God, I don't think I've ever shared this story, that this is a true fashion story. So, and then I said, I, I read the citation and then I said, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Liza Minnelli. And she ran up, she ran onto the stage and she trod on the dress and <gasps> it ripped. <laughs> and I, so all I kept thinking was, she's got a heel caught in this dress and it was worth a fortune. Did you want to just, did you want to punch her in the tits? Just Not at all, I wanted to cry. I, ran, I just thought, what do I do, what do I do? Anyway, she made her speech and she did full Liza. She held my hand, she hugged me. I couldn't believe I was standing next to Liza Minnelli. It was beyond exciting. Welcome to my podcast, Get Changed, where we uncover fashion secrets, fashion faux pas, and fashion foibles. And we talk about how fashion can make a difference to you. Today, Gabby Roslin. Who needs no introduction? Gabby, how are you? Oh, all the better for seeing you. I miss you, my gorgeous. Um, Isn't it funny that we know each other through the magic of, through fashion and through those magical squares on Instagram, which can be a really happy place. Oh, they totally can. I mean, they, I mean, well, I mean, they are my life now. And I think for you, they've, I mean, they've really changed what you do, don't haven't they? Well, they have. I mean, what's so interesting, and I think the biggest change for me is I'm allowed to come out <laughs> and say how much I love fashion and makeup and skincare and all of those things, because for years, if you mentioned it, you and I have had this conversation in real life, but if you mentioned it, people would say, oh, it's bimbo. Oh, talk about fashion. You just want to... No, I love it. I love it. So, yeah, that's what's changed for me. And, well, we'll go on to talk about, I think, how how important it is. Not the fact that you just love it, but how it can actually make a difference to your well-being and to how you think and to how you function. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's all of those things and more. But let's let's go back to the very, very beginning, Gabby. Your earliest fashion memory, were you, I mean, when you were little, we all know, I mean, you were a 70s baby? Uh, no, I'm only 33. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, well, we'll do the 80s in a little bit. <laughs> just, let's just pretend, pretend to talk about your mum for a minute then. No, so no, think- actually, no. No, I, I, I absolutely was. I, I was little in the 70s and I remember... Weirdly, somebody asked me about this the other day and I saw something on the Urban Outfitters on their website because my 15-year-old daughter uh, is mad about them, mad about them. So she was having a look online. She went, oh, mom, look at these flares. And they were flares with embroidered flowers up the side. And I had those when at the beginning of the 70s when I was about six and I remember loving them, but passionately loving them. And I wore them with red clogs. <gasps> and I wore them to school. And they were just, we didn't have a uniform. And I just thought they were the greatest thing ever. And then she saw them and I said, oh, can I get you? I'll, I'll, I'll get them for you. I mean, they were silly money. And she went, no, no, I wouldn't wear them. I went, <gasps> oh. And then she said, well, will you get them? And for a split second, and I do keep thinking about it. Go get I'm them. Slightly tempted because that's what I wore when I was seven. Well, and that's that's what I think. So, I mean, do you look back and do you remember what it first was that ignited your love of fashion? Thinking back then, was it a certain style? Was it a certain person? Was it a certain item of clothing? It was the films, films and television. Films and television oh, wow. were my life, and I bore everyone with the story. But I knew I wanted to be on TV from the age of three, and so 
anything that I saw on television or anything that I saw in films was I think, oh, oh, I love that outfit or I love that outfit. And I used to sketch outfits and my dream outfits. And I mean, if I had those books and pieces of paper from when I was little, they were always very similar things. I knew exactly what I wanted. And it was always color, always color. I loved bright colors. And then my mom, my parents didn't have much money and mom never bought new clothes. She used to have hand-me-downs from her mother. And if she did buy, it would be from Marks and Spencers. She never went uh, to boutiques and any of those things. Mm. And she and she also may may do amend, make do amend some stuff. And I've got one thing of my late mother's in my cupboard, which is a black blouse. So it's cotton sleeveless, which she added huge, enormous <gasps> chiffon sleeves to. And then she also, she used to change it by adding a different neck and a different wrist. So uh, for their 10th wedding anniversary, she added a silver material and did that. And then I think about a few years later, she was at a wedding and she made a long skirt for herself in silvers and blues, very very early 80s. And she then got the extra material and made the cuffs and the collar to add onto this blouse. And I've still got that. I've never worn it, but I've got it in my cupboard. And do you know what? That is just amazing. So was she a sewer? No, but she had a sewing box. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she had a machine. A sewing... No, she had a sewing box next to the sofa. And so she was always stitching something. So she'd stitch up our clothes. She didn't believe in going and buying new clothes all the time. She thought it was wrong. And I suppose I've got that in my head. But she also would try and jazz up something as she did with that blouse that's why I kept that blouse but she had a sewing box no 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 a sewing machine no oh my my mum had a sewing box and it was exactly it was next to the armchair it was next to the armchair and it was actually to be fair it was sewing and knitting she was a knitter yes same here and yeah. did it fold out yes did your, yes a wooden oh, one that folded out yeah no hers was hers was actually wasn't actually wooden it was actually almost like a wicker it oh, was an actually, was wooden. Oh my, but it did it fold it out. Yes, yes. Oh, amazing. And I, mean, I, I, I can't sew at all. Can you? I can sew up if there's a, a hole or something. So I'll do some, that sort of sewing. But it's very quick. I, t- I took part in Celebrity Sewing Bee and everybody had all these oh. um, machines and I did it all by hand. I made an Alice in Wonderland skirt. And, and sewed it all by hand. Yeah, I can't use a machine. I can sew by hand, but I, I, I couldn't. And I can embroider, but I could not. I say, I mean, like I do that, I used to do that. I used to do it when I was at university, but I could not do it now at all. Not, not, not even close. But that's such a good idea, actually, just changing. Because they should make that. Someone should make that as something to sell. You should make that where you can actually change the collar, have a different collar and a different cuff. I mean, that's well, just they genius. Did. They did. And I've got one that I bought from I think it was Butler and Wilson when I was on Saturday night telly at the end of the 80s I did a Saturday night show called whatever you want and there was a black outfit but I didn't want it in black so I wanted and they had this sort of green and diamante jeweled yeah bejeweled collar that you could add to things but they didn't do the cuffs and i remember asking them at the time did they have the cuffs as well is it simon is it simon but yes. i don't know it yes. is do you know how i know that from watching too much qvc as a student yes. but, but and butler and wilson i remember it's on south Moulton street it's not there anymore i don't it's think it's not there what a shame yeah. that was really weird. anyway so but was there any item in particular you remember being little and coveting and thinking you know you see the older girls wearing it or you see your mum or your mum's friends or on television and you think if I owned one of them I would be yes. the most stylish person what was it I I wanted to dress like they dressed in Greece I, I was knew obsessed, it was gonna be Greece obsessed but everything about it. So we all had our hair in ponytails. I remember my friend Kate. Kate and I went to see it in the West End. We were 12, I think, when it came out. And we just, everything about it. I then wanted to dress. I wanted to be a pink lady, but I also wanted to be a Olivia Newton-John. I wanted to be Sandy. And I sung every song and I knew it all. But I also wanted to dress like Danny because I wanted the leather jacket. I wanted to be Rizzo. I think I, Rizzo mixed with a bit of Sandy. I think I wanted to be a bit of both. 
Oh, didn't we all? Didn't we all? That is, that is, it's, it's so true, isn't it? So, so moving on to your teenage years and a little bit older, any hideous teenage fashion crimes that you committed? <laughs> is yes. it a long, is it a long list? It's a long list, but there's <laughs> one in particular. And do you remember the band? Now you are uh, a bit younger than me. So do you remember the band Haircut 100? Totally. Fantastic. Fantastic, fantastic day. Thank you. Fantastic yes. day. Yes. So I, we went to see Haircut 100 and I went with the girl that I worked in a shop with. I started working in shops from the age of 15. And we went to see Haircut 100 and I wore a grey Rara skirt with turquoise blue polka dots and a turquoise blue t-shirt shirt thing with the ruffles to match the Rara skirt. So slightly flamenco-esque? Oh goodness me, it was a shocker. It wasn't, it wasn't the look that you were going for. At the time, yes! Funnily enough, I think I wanted to dress like him. I wanted to have the Aaron jumper and and rolled up jeans, which is how I dress now. So that's fine. But I remember wearing that. And the girl that I went with, who worked in the shop with me, she had the same outfit, but in red. That was such a thing, wasn't it? We used to dress like each other, but in different colours. But we still do, though. We do, but not quite like we do. I mean, not, we, I mean we were almost... Bucks Fizz-esque, weren't we? In yes, our, you wear yes. that colour, I'll wear this colour, but it's exactly the same outfit. Exactly the same. I remember going shopping with a girlfriend, Etam, loved it. Oh, and yes. I got, funny you mentioned turquoise, because that was my colour of choice, a turquoise ribbed jumper with, and I put shoulder pads in it. Lovely. Loved a shoulder pad. <laughs> oh, yes. Loved a shoulder pad. And my friend bought it in the fuchsia. And we thought we were just... And we were like, you've got the same jumper. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's cool. <laughs> I love that. My best friend and I never dress the same. And in fact, I'm seeing her tonight for supper. She's still my, my bestest friend in the world, Celia. And she used to just look at me sometimes and just, what are you wearing? She's, she's very chic. She looks very Parisian and she dresses very chicly. And I, I remember there's one time we've got a photograph and we always have a laugh at it. We were early 20s. So she went to Brighton. I went to Guildford. And uh, we met up, uh, we were meeting in uh, Covent Garden and I was wearing uh, electric blue dungarees with a neon yellowy orange hoodie t-shirt. And she's wearing really cool black and white. And I just, (laughs) and I did look like the kids TV presenter that I wanted to be. I was about to say, have you always just, if you, you know, that, I mean, you were basically manifesting at a very, very young age. If I dress, I if I dress like a TV presenter, I will end up being one. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> I love that. So was, so, but you've always been into fashion then. I mean, there wasn't a particular turning point in your life where you suddenly realised, actually, do you know what? That's, that, that, I, I love clothes. You've always loved clothes. I've always loved clothes. And, but I kept it quiet because you were frowned upon. I remember years ago, so when I was at college in Guildford, there was a Chelsea girl and loved Chelsea girl. And I, as a student, I have, this is no word of a lie, I had five pounds a week to live off. And that was my going out money, my food money, the whole lot. But there was a sale on at Chelsea girl and they had some electric blue suede boots that came up to the knee they came up to the knee and there was extra material that you tied it so they didn't slip down they were sort of baggy and with a little bit of a a tiny heel tiny heel and I oh my word I loved those boots so much so I saved up and saved up and I got them and I wore them with a black skin tight tube skirt and an electric blue jumper because I dressed like a Reeve Gauche bottle of perfume and I thought it was <sighs> fantastic. That sounds actually really nice. I wish I still had those boots. It's completely true. I wish I do. I d- wish I had them. But I remember going to college and everyone saying, God, you do love your fashion. Oh my goodness, you know, don't you? And I sort of slowly, because I was very, very, very shy as well, I always have been, that I sort of slightly shrunk away from people saying, Oh, you love fashion. And I kept it quiet. So I'd I'd get magazines and I'd pull pages out of magazines and then I'd find the copy in a market because I couldn't afford the real thing, yeah, yeah. of course. 
I remember going to a market here in London and always getting the the version of not a copy because they didn't sell ripoffs, but it was oh I've seen that somewhere, so oh I'll I'll try and mix and match it that way. Inspired by yes. When you started working, what was your first? What was your first job in television, and how did I mean? Were you able to pick what you wanted to wear? Yeah, my very first job in TV was I've just. Two weeks ago, I had my 35th anniversary. <gasps> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I can't believe it, really, especially as I'm 33. So I started when I was minus two. Gosh, you were a fetus when you started working. <laughs> I came out of my mother going, and welcome to the show. What was it? Uh, my very first show. I thought you meant what was my birth? No. Um, yeah. Uh, my very first show was called Hippo. And I did it for over a year on a channel called Super Channel that was the very first satellite and digital channel in the UK. Wow. Well, and were you allowed to and were you allowed to dress as you wanted? Was it a, it was a children's TV? Yeah, I, it was me and um, a prop guy called Gary, who was two puppets. He lay on the floor and he was, he was my puppet. He, he was a puppet, it was Jean-Pierre, because we went all over Europe as well. So we had uh, one puppet called Jean-Pierre. And I can't remember the other one. But uh, so we did that and it was every day. And I'd never, I, I literally walked in and said, I'm a TV presenter. I'd never been a TV presenter. So, and I dressed myself. I went to Topshop. That's Brilliant. where I used to get everything for that show. And it was all bright colors. And it was a daily, it was like the broom cupboard that Philip did, but we yeah. did it around around the globe. And it was fantastic. What a place to learn. And also I got to go to Topshop and uh, CNA. <gasps> oh, Clockhouse. Clock <laughs> I loved Clockhouse. I it was think bright that was, colors again. It was, yes, it was. And they had, and cartoons on everything. I mean, I just... I loved Clockhouse. And when you went skiing, it was rodeo. <laughs> Do you know the funniest thing about Clockhouse is if I think about it, I think of taking the clothes off and the electric sparks that flew everywhere because it was not great material. Let's be honest. We, we didn't have much choice back then, did we? No, we didn't. So when was it that you got, I mean, because I remember you, I mean, what was the first, what would be the first thing I remember you on? Because obviously I remember the- Big breakfast. Oh, yes, that's what I say, the big breakfast. Well, no, before that, after, after Hippo, which is what my kids' TV yeah. show was, I then had a few months where I wasn't working and I was auditioning. And when I wasn't working, I went to work at the Emmanuel's salon, uh, David and Elizabeth Emmanuel, because I always worked in fashion. So from the age of 15, I worked in a corner shop where I sold uh, newspapers and records in the old days where records and sweets. Uh, I did that for, I was there from 15 till I went off to Guildford. But in every school holidays, I worked in Selfridges. So I worked in ladies fashion in Selfridges. Oh, wow. And then I, then when I, uh, when Hippo ended and I started auditioning for other shows, I saw in the standard an advert to be assistant manager of the Emmanuel shop in Beecham Place. So I went for an interview and the, and I I told them a fib and I said, you know, I was a manageress in um, Selfridges Ladies Fashion and for, as a student. And they said, as a student? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I also said to them, to their face, I said, I'm a TV presenter and I, it's what I really want to do. And honestly, this is a completely true story. David and Liz sat there in the interview and said, if this is true and you're, you're a TV presenter, never say you're going to a doctor's or the dentist or your dog's not well. Tell us always when you're doing an audition or a screen test and we will support you. And then a few months later, I got Motormouth, Saturday morning kids show. And David and Liz sent me a huge bouquet of lilies. They sent me a bottle of champagne, two crystal glasses, which I still have. And David Emmanuel used to come on TV shows that I did. And that's absolutely honest truth. Wow. And what year was that? Well, it was before I got Motormouth. So it would have been 1988, 89, I started Motormouth. So it would have been that year of 89. And they'd already obviously dressed Diana. Diana. Uh, but also I got to dress people for the Oscars. Melanie <gasps> Griffiths. I chose Melanie Griffiths outfit for the Oscars. And I, this is, oh my God, I don't think I've ever shared this story, that this is a true fashion story. We got a call saying Melanie Griffiths was coming in to look for something for the Oscars. And so we kept, we stayed closed. 
And I did this with her and she came in and she was with Don Johnson again. And Don Johnson wasn't in the in the store, but she came in with a, an agent or a publicist or something. And I said to her, I know what I think you should wear for the Oscars. And if you go and search it, it's what she wore. So she said, yeah, uh, she had this very high pitched voice. And I said, I think you should wear a wedding dress because you're with Don Johnson and you and Don, he should come down in black tie and you should wear a white wedding dress, a white evening dress. And she just said, I, I'm not going to do my impression of her because I do, but I won't. Um, and she just said, I'm not sure. So I said, well, check with Don. She said, you call him. So I had Shut to- up. I called him at the very, very posh hotel in London and I had to use the code name and I got put through and I said, oh, hello, Dom. <laughs> Gabby Rosen here. I'm a TV presenter who's working in fashion uh, and uh, I've just found the perfect outfit. And this is the days before you could take a photograph. And I said, I found the perfect outfit for Melanie and it's a white evening dress because I think it will be a real thing for you to walk down in the, at the Oscars to look like you're getting married. And they did, and they wore it. I am looking for those photos. I am going to find those photos. It might be 88 or 89. Because that, I mean, that, they, that was at the height of their fame as well, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there was probably no one, I mean, apart from the fact that I love George Michael, but apart from... And that suit, the suit with the sleeves. Yes. yes. I, mean, I have that I, suit now. Oh, well, I literally spoke to, I was looking at something the other day and we were looking at summer edits for a client and we were looking at a linen suit and automatically I said, oh, a little bit Don Johnson. Because he is I that. Love, I love a white suit. I love, I've got too many white suits. I just love a white suit. And I blame Don. I blame Don. There we go. You see, Don Johnson, fashion icon. And John Travolta. Icon. Well, oh my Lord. That is the exact other thing I said. So there was a white suit, as in a white tailored suit. And we tried it with a black, it was actually dark navy. Um, a little blouse underneath. And I said, no, I'm sorry, that's too John Travolta. <gasps> Isn't that weird? Perfect. I love it. I have my John Travolta suit upstairs. I have my Don Johnson. I love, I've got too many white trouser suits. That is so bizarre. They're very old, lovely ones. I think that is so bizarre that too many, isn't it funny that actually when we think of suits, especially sort of pale, a linen suit or a white suit, our generation will automatically go, that's Don Johnson, that's John Travolta. Isn't it funny? Rather that, because I said I'm I'm trying to go for Bianca Jagger, but I'm getting Don I'm getting No, I, I'm I'm very happy to say John Travolta. I'm very, very happy. I went to a Christmas party. I put it on Instagram. I was wearing a white uh, trouser suit. We went to this Christmas party and I walked in and they all went, we knew you'd be in white. Were you, you were going to sparkle in white. We just knew it. Huh? Why? They went, because you you were always channeling Don and John. <laughs> oh my Lord. Because that was actually going to be one of my questions. You know, when you were younger, who were, as you know, as a teenager, as a, as a formative adult, who were your uh, fashion icons? And they were. Apart from Don, apart from Don and John, yes, um, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. <gasps> That's really weird. How would you channel her style? What would what, what embodied her style for you? <laughs> the fabulous Baker Boys. Oh, okay, okay, fine. So you it want to was that. You want to just lie on a piano? I just wanted to be anywhere near Jeff Bridges. Let's be honest. Okay. No, I, no, I just I everything I saw about her, I loved her whole look. I thought she was the most beautiful person. Her and Audrey Hepburn, I think everybody loved the way Audrey Hepburn dressed, but I was not the shape of Audrey Hepburn, but she was absolutely a style icon. And my Celia, my best friend, who I spoke about before, she had the pictures up. You've met her, in fact. Uh, but um, she she had the pictures of, of the black and white pictures of Audrey Hepburn everywhere. And I used, so it was Audrey Hepburn and then Michelle Pfeiffer, who's, I think, about... 10 or so years older than me. And she was just doing all of her movies. And there was, and every time I saw her interviewed, I just thought she was so beautiful. And I loved the way she dressed. And she was, and Diane Keaton, another one. I loved the way she dressed in Annie Hall. I was very young. So trouser suits, oversized trouser suits and uh, waistcoats, which is the look I had at the big breakfast. God, that was my next question because I saw it not long ago. And you were, I was like, I can't recognise Gabby in a grey suit because every time I saw a clip of you, you had a grey suit on. It was weird. I had grey. I wore yes. orange. I had pale blue. I wore red. I don't like red, but I think they put me in red. But that was 
that idea, color was very important then because it was a very brightly colored house. And I remember the editor, a guy called Sebastian Scott, saying, just steer away from dark colors because it doesn't work first thing in the morning. And we'd always, I think all of us, because of self-conscious or whatever, you think, oh, it's easy to wear a dark color. But I'd wear my very short mini skirts, which I love mini skirts. I think they're great things. Why not? I don't wear them anymore, but I love them. But um, mini skirts and, and jackets and waistcoats. You were really, really tailored. It very much was that androgynous feel that, that, yeah. that you had. It was great that you, you, I mean, you kept that up for quite a few years, but I wouldn't associate that with you now. Well, I still have a lot of, I do have a lot of, I love trousers. Yes, I think if, love trousers. If anybody asks, ask me, my absolute go-to, and if anybody says, what have I got too many of in my cupboard, is jeans. I will always wear jeans. And I remember when people in the 90s started wearing, or late 80s maybe, but started wearing jeans to go out as well. Oh, yes. Because I used to wear jeans to go out and people would frown. It would be, what are you doing? And I dressed jeans up. And people would be like, why are you wearing a smart jacket with jeans? In fact, I remember doing that in the in the 80s. And it was it was odd. It was like, oh, you want to be like Dynasty. Oh, you want to be like, you know, the Carringtons. And I just I loved smart and casual together. I've always loved it. But jeans are my thing. So trousers. I've always loved trousers, always loved trousers. Yeah, I still I will. I'd love a suit, but I do occasionally. I tried on a suit the other day and I loved it. But I just thought, oh, no, I used to wear that. I can't I don't want to dress like I used to dress unless I do something different. So I did a photo shoot the other day. We were wearing a Paul, I wore a, a Paul Smith cornflower blue trouser suit. And I had exactly the same trouser suit when I did the big breakfast. And I wore it with a great bright orange rock and roll T-shirt for the photo shoot the other day. And probably back then I would have worn it with a white shirt. So I'll, I'll change it up a bit. So at any point in your adulthood, have you had a fashion crisis? Oh my have God, you, yes. Have you looked in the mirror, you know, looked in the mirror, looked in your wardrobe and thought, none of these represent me. I look in the mirror and I think, I, I, I don't recognise the person looking back. I don't want to be that person. No, because I do keep a lot of the things and I reuse. Mm -hmm. So that's what shopping in your wardrobe is all about. But I've had some hugely bad fashion mistakes on TV shows. Can we then talk about the faux pas, please? Because I want to hear the howlers, the absolute howlers. Oh, if I think about it, it's just... I, I had a trouser suit that I loved when I tried it on. And it was for, again, for for whatever you want, the Saturday night show. And it was... Oh, God. What's it called? Raw silk. Yes. Oh, slubby. Yes. It has like, yes. Like a, like a texture to it. And it was a shiny, pale, turquoisey blue. Okay. Double-breasted. When you've got big boobs, double-breasted isn't great. And it and the trousers. And when I walked, it sort of made a sound. But I loved the colour. I still love the colour. All but the trouser suit. Oh, my word. And that's the one thing I always think of. I always think, why did that? Why? Why, why, why? So, um, yes, that's that's one. And also, looking back at some of the things I wore as a kids TV presenter on Motormouth. And there's no, it's not why, but it's, I wish I still had them in a funny way because they were great. Bum bags and <gasps> cycling shorts, lycra cycling shorts with neon colours. I still love my neon, as you know, with a bum bag and an neon top and hoodies and Timberland boots and black tights. You know, I sort of, that was the look. Very on trend. I mean, you'd be absolutely fine wearing all of that now. <laughs> I think we should, I think we should get it all out again, all over again. So you've never had a crisis. You've never thought, actually, do you know what? I really, do, I, I, you know, I, I don't like this. Because I mean, lots and lots of people do, you know, after they've had a baby or they've changed jobs or they're, you know, they're in a really funny period of their life, you know, where they look and think, I, I, I don't know who I am anymore. I've lost a lot of weight since having kids. So I I was a stone and a bit heavier than I was since I had kids. And I put on a huge amount with both of my daughters. And um, I, I lost weight. So a lot of the things I've got, I use for shopping in your wardrobe that I now, like I've got mini dresses that I now wear as tops that I tuck into some baggy jeans or something. So I'll always use things. But, but no, there will be times when I'll just look at things and I'll just 
I'll throw them on the bed and go, what? No, no, no. I know that's not what I'm looking for. But I think because I love fashion and because I'll, I turn things around. So I've got some dresses that I wear the other way around mm. or I've got shirts and T-shirts. And I used to keep that quiet because I didn't know you were allowed to do that. It's such a weird thing to think. But and I then I started doing it and I always sung for years and years and years, long before I had kids. Uh, I used to wear clothes back to front and I'd always sing, turn around every now and then, <laughs> always. And so I started doing it on Instagram when I first did it. I thought I'm going to be loud and proud about these things that yeah. I've always kept quiet. And now every, not because of me, but everybody does it and everybody admits it and it's great. It's absolutely brilliant. It's it, uh, and that's how it should be. Clothes should be fun. Absolutely, they, they, sh- they should absolutely be fun. And I do think I think you've made a great point as well that actually, if you spend some time going through things that you already own, oh my gosh, yes, trying them in a different way, try it on the other way around, try it, like you say, as a top, as a dress, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, and that's why I started shopping in your wardrobe. I got I got really, I really disliked this this obsession that everybody had that I got message messages from people saying oh you're wearing so-and-so I've got no money and I really want to buy it so I've bought it and I thought no 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 please don't just think because I'm very lucky to have got a new jumper or something that you have to go rush out and buy it Mm. and so I just I wanted people to go back into their cupboards mix and match things with that they'd never worn together before the thing about wearing jeans with a nice jacket or a bit of sparkle on a school night whatever it is and having the confidence in themselves to wear those things without having to rush out and buy a whole new outfit and also if you do want to buy yourself something new and we all love to then add that to something you already have and make sure whatever you buy is going to last you're going to wear again and again because number one it's so important for the environment and it's so important for your own bank account (laughs) and just for your own I just think for your own sort of wherewithal and confidence I mean that's my rule of three you know the rule of three is that before you buy something new you have to be able to think of three occasions when you can wear that and it can't be three school runs or it can't be just three days at work it needs to be three different occasions absolutely but you also need to be able to make three different outfits with things you already own. Absolutely. That's your shopping in your wardrobe. That's exactly it. Ex- exactly it. Exactly it. Now, are you, you mentioned that your mum was a great um, adapter of clothes and you've mentioned that you shop your wardrobe. Are you a big alteration person? No, because I'll just, I cut. I cut and tuck. That's altering. That's altering. Yeah, no, no, but I don't do the sewing and that that, that side. No, no, no. But I will. Uh, I've got a lovely top that whenever it's got bell sleeves and it's really colourful and it's a great summer top. I got it in H and M for a friend of ours had a Hawaiian fortieth, and so I got it all those years ago for their Hawaiian fortieth, and and it's just a very short dress, and so I cut it up and I wear it as a top and every time I wear it as a top with jeans everybody says oh my god that's exactly what I'm looking for I said well it was a dress that I cut up they go but you're not allowed to do that yeah you are are. in the same way that you're allowed to pluck the top of your eyebrows nobody's no eyebrow doctor is going to come around and go the eyebrow police so they're going to say what have you done so you know what you can do all of these things well I think it's the same you know you can wear kids clothes and Husband's clothes, and you, know, you don't—you don't have to shop in just female shops, or shop from your own wardrobe. Shop from theirs. My daughter shops from my husband's wardrobe. All yeah, always. The I time. used to wear my dad's clothes when I was twelve, and I started getting boobs, and I was self-conscious. I wore my dad's shirts and my dad's jumpers always. She does, which is always good, apart from the fact that she comes out. It's like, hang on a minute, he just got that for Christmas. Put that back. That's like his yes. brand his brand new jumper. No, not that one. Go further back. Go further back in the wardrobe. No, but she she definitely, definitely does that. But also, can I just tell you a really good thing about when your kids go to university? Because it is, it is the most traumatic moment when your first one goes off. But you have a wardrobe of stuff they've left behind that you can play with. <gasps> there's always a, there's always a plus side. You have got teenagers all over the world going, now, my mum does that. My mum goes into my wardrobe. Are you yes. joking? Oh yes. my god. Really? Really? Oh, my Lord. Now, what about, are there any events that you, obviously, because you probably, you know, more sort of more than most people, you know, you have lots of events and lots of, you do, I know you do lots of work for charities, so you have lots of award ceremonies. Are there any events that you think, oh, I hate dressing for these? 
Do you know what? It probably would have been a completely different answer before the pandemic to after the pandemic. And when I got to dress up for the first time in ages, I loved it. I, I get very self-conscious, as I keep saying, and I'm very shy. So turning up in the red carpet, I love chatting to the to the, the audience on the red carpet. But when you have to stand there and do that, oh, oh, and then walk in and go, oh, I get very shy. But I love chatting to, to the lovely uh, viewers, listeners, whatever. And that bit, I've always loved nattering to them. But I do love dressing up. There's no denying it. And in the pandemic, they, I had just an excuse to put on a, an outfit. And I did I, I, with our mutual friend, Lucy, who used to do yes. Dress Up Friday and brand ambassador. She started that and it was a huge movement. Actually, I think it did us all a world of good because we were all in hoodies and leggings. And yeah. Yeah. On so, the sofa. Yeah. I love, but I loved I do love dressing up. There's no denying it. I'm very, very, very lucky that I've got some fabulous things that I can pick and choose from. And I also am able to borrow things. And I always feel like Cinderella. I, you know, I, I put it on and they go, oh, here we go. Although I do have a very good fashion story of something that was borrowed. If you would like a very showbiz story about a fashion Come on. thing. Absolutely. So this is massive name drops. So you clang after each name I say, okay. Okay. All right. Go. So I was uh, giving um, an award and uh, awards for their services to HIV and AIDS to Liza Minnelli. <gasps> Clang! Oh! Crash! Yeah. Oh, my Lord. And so I got in touch with Donna Karen, not the person, but the, the brand. Yeah. Because I loved, I, I loved uh, DKNY and Donna Karen. It was very, it was very 90s, the was, whole thing. It was very Audrey Hepburn, very Caroline Bissett, you know, very Caroline Kennedy, wasn't it? It was just like, also like original Victoria Beckham. It was that oh, useful Donna Karen. Oh, gorgeous. And I, I absolutely, I love evening dress to be, quite chic and I I'll, I'll often if I'm on a red carpet I often wear white again I love white I like black and white I like a champagne color or something you know I don't want I don't want busy you've not you've not recreated the rara skirt the gray and the turquoise no sadly okay. you left next that back. time okay next yeah, time exactly uh, you'll be next to me wearing the red version yes let's yes, do yes. it <laughs> right uh, but I so I borrowed this outfit that was uh, a small fortune and they knew it was for this big event with Liza Minnelli. And I was giving her the award. Anyway, they lent it to me for the night. And it was midnight blue. And it had a bit of a train. And it had these sort of beautiful patchwork diamonds on the skirt. Oh, and, and, and there were bits on the skirt that were see-through. And it was, when I say patchwork, it was, they were all the same sort of navies, but slightly different materials. It was beautiful this dress and bell i love sleeve action it had lovely sleeves and oh gosh i can't tell you how beautiful this dress was and i so all night you know you don't eat because you think oh i can't spill anything i've got to give it back oh my goodness and so i got up uh there were very many very famous people elton john all these people <gasps> were there and so and then i said i i read the citation and then i said ladies and gentlemen miss liza minnelli and she ran up she ran onto the stage and she trod on the dress and it ripped. <laughs> and I, so all I kept thinking was, she's got a heel caught in this dress and it was worth a fortune. Did you want to just, did you want to punch her in the tits? Just Not at all, I wanted to cry. I, ran, I just thought, what do I do? What do I do? Anyway, she made her speech and she did full Liza. She held my hand, she hugged me. I couldn't believe I was standing next to Liza Minnelli. It was beyond exciting. Anyway, she went off. I then, she said, come and join us at the table. So I sat there and joined them. I walked, I kept thinking, I don't look, don't look. There was a crater of a hole. Now, this is the time that I was in Chicago in the West End. Now, there is a reason I'm saying this. There was a crater of a hole. And I just thought, what do I do? What do I do? I called up uh, DK and Donna Karen the next day. And I said, um, the dress is so beautiful may I borrow it for another night? And they said, okay. And, but we would like it back. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but um, the problem is, and they said, is the problem Liza Minnelli? And I said, and they said, we've seen a picture. And <gasps> there was a picture 
of her treading on the train. So I said, yes. And they said, listen, we keep the dress. <gasps> because we never thought, you know, you, Liza Minnelli, it's such a great story. They sold it to me for 120 pounds. And it was, it, that, it, it was a lot more than that. And I, I, I couldn't believe I had a Donna Karen dress. So I took it into the Chicago guys. And in Chicago, the show, people used to wear netting tops and all of this. And I took it into the seamstress there. And I said, look what happened last night with Liza Minnelli. And they said, don't worry. And they fixed it for me. And I still have that dress. Okay. And I wore it. I wore it uh, recently with a little um, jacket over the top. And I've worn it with a jumper over the top as well. I need to see that dress. It's got a little bit of Liza in it as well. It has, yeah. <gasps> that is incredible. Oh my Lord, that is that is better than any fashion faux pas. That's a fashion faux plus. <laughs> that is just But can brilliant. you imagine, my, my honestly, my bowels nearly fell out of there. I was like, ooh, ooh. And all night, were you just like, Oh, the dress. I didn't look. I, I didn't bear walk. look. I, I mean, it really was. It was a huge crater. Big. It was. It was. This isn't great for people to to listen to, but it was the size of span of two of my hands, and like I've got a big hands. Proper rip. Oh no, I mean, rip, ripped off. But they fixed it, and you can't tell. Gosh, that's amazing. That is. Oh, that is absolutely amazing. So basically, you need a good street seamstress in your life. Is yes. actually a great tip. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So style icon, if you had to have a style icon now, thinking about other people, who would it be? I mean, is there anybody you look around in the past as well? I mean, it, it can be someone that, you know, it can, it can still be Audrey Hepburn or it can be, you know, Audrey Hepburn or Catherine Hepburn. Is there anybody that you think, I just still love the way they look? When I sort of get dressed, sometimes I try and channel a little bit of their vibe. Uh, yeah, there's probably a few. I'm, I would say... Probably veering towards the Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yes. I love the way she dresses. And a bit of Cat Farmer. Oh. Uh, we have a mutual coat. We which have we both co- love. Well, I only got that coat because you had it. So uh, really? Oh my goodness. Do you remember? It was like I didn't minute. realize it was that way round. Oh, so this is what happened. So I'd been in the morning uh, to Regent Street, looked in, I was in anthropology and looking then it was it was a, the last they have the last chance to buy rail and there was this leopard coat and I already had a couple of leopard coats. So I didn't need another leopard coat, but this leopard coat was the leopard coat of all leopard coats. Tried it on, I was like, oh, I love this. So I thought, no, do you know what? No, be good, be good. Rock up, go straight from there to, it was the MS Press Day. Walk yes. to the MS Press Day, there you are. Oh, yes, yes, in the yes. coat. You are, and I was like, is that coat for anthropology? It's Helen Berman at Anthropology. And you said, it is. And I said, I love it. And you just said, try it on. And I said, I've already tried it on and I love it. Oh my God, yes. And don't you remember, I tried it on again. And that was that. And I said, I'm going to go and get it. And I went from there straight back to Anthropology and bought the coat. Do you know what's so lovely about that coat? It's not very thick. No. So when it's cold, you can't wear it. But it just falls beautifully. It's almost like, it's faux fur, but it's almost like velvet, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's lovely. Like, and do you know how many people now have that coat? So much so that they actually bought it back. They bought Did it back. They? they now sell it. They now sell that coat. Um, at, she sells it, Helen Berman sells it at Next. Um, it's the next, it used to be Label Mix. And it's the Next on Designer Boutique, it's called now. Yes. 
Do they not have label mix anymore? No, no. Well, it's been rolled into. It's been rolled into the next designer boutique. They call it. Oh right, because they get the great, nice little bits there, nice jumpers, nice yeah, colours. Great, really, really great colours and great coats. So yeah, so that was it. We have a mutual coat um, in do. common, and that was four. No, it was five, five years ago. Can you believe it? Oh my word! I know, I know. Well, we lost two years. We've lost two years. So yeah, yeah so it's only three years ago. Then. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Um, so anybody else? It's ever sort of I'll I'll pick and choose. Mm. It's funny that I, I will still if you look at some of the old films, you get ideas from that. Mm. So no, I mean I it's funny because everybody always asks me that. And I I think I'm much more of a somebody who I'll just go, oh, I like that, or I'll take a picture of something, or I'll as I said, with films and TV still. So um if I see a film that I like. I'll take a picture. I love movies and I'll take a picture of that and I'll see if I can find something similar. Yeah. Or I think it's great. I mean, I saw something the other the other week. I can't even remember what film it was. Actually, that's not very helpful at all, is it? But she was wearing, I've got loads of, t- I love jeans with a really big turn up. Love them, love them, love them. And I often wear them with trainers or I wear boots under it. But she wore it with a pair of chunky boots and I'd never really thought of doing that. And it was like, I love that. I can I can recreate that look with things I already own. It's just tweaking your style. Yes, it's- exactly. Exactly. It's very funny because I'm not a big chunky boot person, but I found some uh, cream ones at M&S recently. I love, see, I, again, I like pale colours. I like uh, colour and pale colours. And um, it's so funny when I put them on, I suddenly have gone back to my skinny jeans with these. And I, I it, it, it's not, it's maybe not right for everyone, but I feel really happy. And I think, oh my God, I wasn't wearing my skinny jeans and I'm back to them with those. That is such a good point. The fact that just one new addition to your wardrobe can ignite a whole, you know, a whole love again for things that you already own. Yeah. It just, it just breathes new life into all those old favourites you've got. So what would your advice be for someone who has currently lost their way and is looking to find their style? Okay, this is what I say to everybody. I wish, I really, really hope in my heart that they stop thinking about what other people think of them. Because if you like what you wear, sod the bloody age. You know, when people say, oh, you're too old. You know, when people say to me, oh, and it's happened in the press, they've said, oh, Gabby Roslin's too old to have long hair. No, I'm not. I'll do what I want. Don't you tell me I can't have long hair. And I and if somebody said to me, oh, you're too old for skinny jeans. No, I will wear them because I like to wear them. And I just I urge men as well as women. It's not just women, because I know there are a lot of men who feel very insecure about themselves because they think that somebody's going to say, oh, it's not appropriate for your size. You shouldn't be wearing that color. No. Do you know what? Wear what makes you happy. Spread the joy through fashion. Be happy in what you wear. If you just wear black, please, please give colour a try because what it does for your mood, it's 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 a scientific proof they have that colour lifts the spirit and we all need that right now. We've needed it over the past few years. We always need it. We certainly need it at the moment with everything that's going on. We need these little things to lift our moods. And so to anybody who's feeling worried about what to wear, please 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 be happy in what you wear and if somebody says oh you know what that's not age appropriate just tell them to go away yeah be more Helen Mirren as I always say Helen Mirren says well I think anybody I think anybody who I'm not not necessarily Helen whoever sorry I just think anybody who no I know but there are lots of people out there uh, who are older now who just say and I'm sticking up a certain finger at you and saying, I will wear what I want. So do it. Be loud and proud about it. And if you want to wear shorts and you're over 60, who cares? You know, there's all these rules. Throw those rules away. No, Helen Mirren said, I love it, her one regret in life that she hadn't told more people to F off. I just think that's brilliant. That's funny. It's good, isn't yeah. it? When she was younger, she said, I wish I just told more people to F off when I was younger. Um, so, and finally, Gabby, I mean, that is brilliant advice. It is absolutely, absolutely brilliant advice. And um, I think it also, I wish people would learn to trust their gut more. Yeah. Trust yeah. your instincts. And don't be, exactly as you said, don't be swayed by what other people say. 
Why, what other um, I just did, I just, I, I um, uh, write a monthly column for Prima magazine and I just got my, got a chance to make over three fabulous ladies who I didn't wear colour. So I was introducing colour into their life because I've been, I've been doing, I mean, it's always secret, but people know now because I talk about it, but I've dressed people for TV for years and years and years. I would say, you know, I'll take you off. And I, I've, I've dressed loads of people. I won't say who their names are, but I've done it for years because I love fashion so much. So it's so lovely to be able to do that for the magazine. And one of them, she put on uh, a pink little slip and uh, we gave her a very bright shirt and she wore it open. She said, but I would never, this my age. I went, yes. And she would, we had her jeans and we got her in some, everyone else we put in trainers, but she's never, she's only, only wears trainers. So we put her in some heels and it was just seeing the joy on her face to wear color. And she kept saying, I didn't think I was allowed to. Mm. And I just, I, I just, well, there's no, there, please, please, please ignore these fake rules that you have read because they don't exist. So they true. just don't exist. Follow Be More Cat. Oh, Be More Gabby. And finally, the outfit that you are going to haunt people in. So this is the outfit that you have to wear for the rest of ever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. The outfit you're going to bury you in. You have one outfit to pick that you love more than anything else you've ever worn. Only what one? Would that be? You're only allowed one for the purposes of this, yes. Well, I see it's a toss-up between jeans and... F- no, I'm going to go for the white trouser suit. The white trouser suit. And how would you wear that? Would you? Would it Would it be Aladon or Alajon? Alajon. Alajon. I love that. What about... What shoes are we wearing with this? Oh, heels. I love a trainer, but it has to be heels. Probably my brand new Terry de Havilland <gasps> disco platform sandals. These sound all sorts of incredible Sarah Jessica Parker sorry why did I not mention Sarah Jessica Parker of course Sarah Jessica Parker in answer to your question before Sarah Jessica Parker I have some of SJP shoes as well um I love shoes I love shoes so yes Sarah Jessica Parker is one of my stuff I did bring that in at the end why not you know me I'm all over the place absolutely Sarah Jessica Parker between Jennifer Aniston and Sarah Jessica Parker there we go that's absolutely perfect Gabby I cannot thank you enough thank you thank you thank you thank you it's been absolutely wonderful and I need to see all those photos of the Liza Minnelli dress of the Don and the John suits all of it please okay I will dress up just for you send you some secret photos which sounds a little dodgy (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you thank you thank you I will see you soon my love Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 